Hello, my friends, and welcome to The Bible in Order, where we are chronologically going through the entire Bible in one year. Today's reading for August 21st is Jeremiah chapters 41 through 45. Do you remember, oh, a few days ago when we were finishing up chapter 40 and we were left with that cliffhanger about the plot to assassinate Gedaliah? And Gedalia said, oh, don't believe those lies. Nobody's trying to kill me, especially not Ishmael. In chapter 41, Ishmael shows up and he kills Gedalia. And he also kills all the men with Gedalia, including the Chaldean or Babylonian soldiers who were there. I wonder if Gedalia had been under the charge of the word of God that came through Jeremiah that said, leave, leave Jerusalem, go to Babylon, be exiled or exported to that other city. Anyone who stays will die. I mean, I don't know. There was a remnant that was left behind. Gedalia was a good guy. He's the one who received Jeremiah when he was set free from prison by Nebuchadnezzar. But he was also the one who was appointed as king over Jerusalem under Nebuchadnezzar. And I wonder if Gedalia's allegiances maybe started to waver from depending on Yahweh to depending on Nebuchadnezzar. I don't know. It just has to be a reason that his life was taken. Maybe his conscience was seared because he didn't follow the word of God. He didn't leave when he was told to, perhaps. But either way, he ignored the threat of the assassination plot against him. And not only did ignoring that threat cost him his life, it cost him the lives of all of those around him. Our sin, when we mishear God, it affects those around us, friends. That's part of what it means when we read in Habakkuk yesterday, the just or the righteous will live by faith. We are to depend on the word of God and to do whatever he's calling us to do. And if it means to get up and leave the town that you're living in, by all means, get up and go and don't make excuses. Don't let the people you love or the people who think who you think know it all, the people you respect, stop you from doing what God is calling you to do. Well-meaning people will often keep you from doing what you know God has put you to do. And they don't mean to. They're acting reasonably by sharing their advice, but we cannot elevate the advice of mankind over and above a direct charge of God. The righteous will live by faith. And then in chapter 42, the commanders of the armies, some of the leaders of the people, 
go to Jeremiah and they ask Jeremiah to pray. Pray for us. Ask God what he wants us to do, where he wants us to go. And we promise, Jeremiah, we promise whatever you say God says, we are going to do it. We're going to obey. Even if we don't like it, we promise we will accept the word of God that comes from your mouth. Jeremiah agrees. He goes and prays. Ten days later, the word of Yahweh comes to Jeremiah and tells him, tell the people, if you do stay in this land, I will rebuild you. I will plant you. I will relent concerning the disaster that I have brought on you. Don't be afraid of Nebuchadnezzar. Don't be afraid because I am with you to save you and rescue you from him. I will grant you compassion and even he will have compassion on you and allow you to return to your own land. And God continues, but if you say, no, we're not going to stay here because we're afraid. We're going to go to Egypt where there is no famine. There's no drought. There's no war. We can have safety. It makes more sense. We just want security. We want to be able to raise our families in peace. God says, if you go there to Egypt, the sword that you fear will follow you there and overtake you. The sword you fear, this is chapter 42, verse 16. The sword you fear will overtake you there in the land of Egypt. And the famine that you're worried about here will follow on your heels there, and you will die there. Everyone who resolves to go to Egypt to stay there will die by the sword, famine, and plague. They will have no survivor or fugitive from the disaster I will bring on them. The thing that they were fearing... God promised to send after them if they disobeyed. My friends, God wants us to deal with our issues. And our primary issue most of the time is fear. What are you afraid of? Confront your fears. Trust God. What is God telling you to do? that you're afraid to do. It may be to stay right where you are. It may be to move far, far away. It may be to change jobs. It may be to end a relationship. Oh, but God, if I break up with her, I'll be lonely. What if I don't meet anybody else? So I'm going to stay in this relationship that I know that God doesn't want me to be in because I'm afraid of the alternative. And God is saying, stop living in fear. I did not give you a spirit of fear. I gave you one of a sound mind. Stop living in fear.
So when Jeremiah relayed this message to the people, they got puffed up in their pride, chapter 43, and they said, Jeremiah, you are lying to us. God would never tell us not to go to Egypt. How dare you lie to us like that? And they rejected the word of God because it was opposed to what they already wanted and what they felt. And the truth is, humans, we are all guilty at times. We become deaf to the word and the will of God when our emotions and our desires are the center of our attention. So often God is whispering a promise, a direction, and it's so far outside of the realm of our world, of our possibility, of our focus, we dismiss it as crazy. And we miss out on what God has for us. My friends, we must be praying, God, what what do you have for us? Even though it doesn't make sense, do you want me to stay right where I am? Or even though it doesn't make sense, do you want me to sell off everything that I own and move far away? So the people reject God and then they move to Egypt, even though they were told not to. And in verse 7, so this is what Yahweh, the God of armies, the God of Israel says, why are you doing such terrible harm to yourselves? Friends, we harm ourselves more than anybody else when we don't obey God. And the people in chapter 44, verse 15 and following, this is their response. We're not going to listen to you, verse 16. We will burn incense to the queen of heaven and offer drink offerings to her just as we, our ancestors, our kings, and our officials did in Judah cities and Jerusalem streets. In other words, they're, they're pointing to their history. Not like all the way back to the beginning when God appeared to Moses and says, I'm going to deliver you out of slavery and send you to a land of flowing with milk and honey. I'm going to bless you and not harm you. I'm going to prosper you and not hem you in. They don't point all the way back to that. No, they point back to like one, two generations ago. And they literally say with their mouths, our parents, our grandparents offered sacrifices and lived a pagan lifestyle and they were just fine. We don't want to do anything crazy. We just want to be like they were. You know what? We just want to offer our sacrifices and be left alone. And what a shame. What a shame. And what happened to them is the same thing that happens to us. We think because our life is comfortable, we're blessed. We don't realize we're compromised. And the enemy will convince us to be compromised and convince us that our compromise is a good place. 
But what happens is we're actually compromising our discernment because we sear our consciences when we don't listen to God. Their discernment was compromised because they thought that the way things were was the right way. The enemy compromises your discernment when and then compromises your heart position and you don't realize that you are guilty of pagan idol worship because we don't realize that Satan's job is to expose our weaknesses and our flaws. These things are the idols in our heart. Many of us are worshiping sleep and comfort and safety and food and security and conformity and retirement savings. We're worshiping things that have nothing to do with God, but we're putting God's stamp on it. And then we think we're okay. In chapter 44, verse 26, it says, Hear the word of Yahweh. God says, I have sworn by my great name that my name will never again be invoked by anyone of Judah in all the land of Judah who say as Yahweh lives. Chapter 45. Do you pursue great things for yourself? Stop pursuing for I am about to bring disaster on all humanity. I'm going to work hard and get that extra big house what are you going to do when Jesus returns and it melts when the gold in your safe melts when the money in your bank account melts when that fancy car melts what are you going to do when it all melts God is saying stop pursuing I am about to bring disaster on everything and all that you can take with you friends is your memory and your character. Let us grow in our character by confronting the fears that are holding us back. For the glory of God, for the advancement of his kingdom. If this blesses you, please share it with a friend. If this blesses you, please leave a positive review. Thank you so much, and we will see you tomorrow.